I'm Sid. And I'm Jess. And And this this is the Book Boyfriend Project. Wow, I don't think we've been able to do that without looking at each other in a couple of weeks. I think remote recording screwed up our timing on that. Oh, it did. That was bad. And I just realized that I didn't even, like, look up at you to make sure we started at the same time. We've got it. Do you remember how bad it was at the beginning? (laughs) It was horrible (laughs) at the beginning. But, like, once we actually settled on this, I think it took us a couple of recording sessions to, like, get that down. We got it. But, like, we had to do, like, the whole counting off thing and it was a lot okay um so today is day five of our christmas speedy reviews special Mm um if you guys haven't been following along for the past couple of days definitely go check out the episodes that we've been releasing they're super fun some of them are christmassy some of them are not some of them are good some of them are not just like all books it's kind of like the hallmark christmas countdown yes some of them are winners some of them are a little too cheesy. <sighs> Some of them needed more Christmas cheer. It is what it is. Yes. Today's book is going to be The Sleigh Bells Chalet by Jennifer Griffith. This is her second installment of her Christmas house romances. Um, this one is about Bing and Ellery. We met Bing briefly for like a chapter in the previous book. Um... What I haven't liked thus far reading these books is that the normally when you read like a standalone couples series, like all of the couples are very important to each other and it's kind of like a found family situation or like an actual family situation. Mm -hmm. And with these, the connection to the next couple is like very minuscule and you don't get to see the previous couple in the next book at least that's how it was for the first two books I haven't read the third book in this series quite yet um but I'm still like tossing up and down if I want to read that one that's really disappointing it really was like I was expecting more because I love it when it's like that and then like the rest of the series is like an epilogue yes that's what I was hoping for because the first book didn't have like a good epilogue it felt like it kind of ended abruptly and I was willing to give that like some leeway because I knew what type of series I was reading and it was that standalone type Mm -hmm. um but now I have a little less leeway to give for this book yeah I don't blame you um so the synopsis says Christmas sleigh bells and dashing through the snow toward love Hotel owner Ellery Hart's business is on the rocks. Rooms are empty, the lobby is ugly, and a huge loan payment is due. Unless she can pay, she will lose her grandpa's legacy, the Bell's Chalet. While her mom would have her marry the rich banker who is holding the hotel title's ransom, that idea is beyond unacceptable. Ellery needs a brilliant business solution, but how to make one happen fast? Bing Whitmore has been running the family business Whitmore Thoroughbred Stables on his own. But when his heart is broken by two females, horses, that is, uh, he is thrown for an emotional loop and all he wants to do is quit, sell the stables, never look at another horse again. Instead, his cousin convinces him to take a vacation. They travel nine hours to the quietest hotel he can find, the Bell's Chalet. Meeting a beautiful hotel owner makes his escape better than he could have hoped. When Ellery needs help, Bing wants to do anything to make her smile, even if it means helping her fill the perfectly serene hotel with more guests. 
but when he learns the hotel saving plan involves the very thing he's traveled so far to avoid, can Bing put aside his pain and help Ellery save her grandpa's business and the jobs of the employees she loves? This one sounds so good. It was good. The way that they resolve the hotel loan payment issue pisses me off to no end. Just no end. We will get there. Okay. Um, so, we first meet Bing when his horse is on the verge of dying um, in book one, but Jay, like, fixes it with an experimental surgery. So, Bing is just, like, the sweetest man. He loves his horses. Um, before book one of this series starts, he loses his horse, Snow White, um, right after she won, like, a racing championship or something. Um, and then... I want to say it's, like, Roxy or something. I know that's not right, but it starts with an R, so... Um, that horse has, like, a fracture or something in her leg, and without Jay's experimental surgery, they would have had to shoot her because she wouldn't have been able to, like, use it, and she would have gone lame, and, like, she would have stopped eating, and it would have just been... The thing that I don't understand with horses, since I've never owned horses or been around horses, is, like, why isn't there more ways to save them, and why is, like shooting them if they get something wrong with their leg like i don't know the only option i ever see in like tv shows or movies or something so i just have a gripe about that like i don't know if that's done for like theatrical effect or if that's actually like our care regimen when it comes to horses i really hope i don't understand that someone please inform me like please is not here for us to ask (laughs) no he's not (laughs) i've ridden three horses in my life I have nothing. Okay. So, just, Bing is just, he's so sweet. I love him so much. He's adorable. He's just, he's great. I don't like how, like, gripish he is throughout the entire book and how, like, he's like, I can never be around horses again. And he just wants to, like, cut himself off from this thing that he loves so much. When in reality, like, he just needs to, like, stop with the horse racing. Yeah. Um, he needs some therapy. Yeah. So, Ellery loves the hotel. It was her grandpa's hotel. Um, she has some abandonment issues from a previous relationship. Basically, like, her first love, they were together, and then she left for college, and he got married, and then they got divorced, and then she, like, came back to town, and he's like, you know, like, let's give this a shot again. And then they were together, I think, maybe a year, maybe two, um maybe only like nine months. I don't remember the timeline of the relationship, but basically they get engaged and then he has like nothing to do with the wedding planning at all. Um, And he's like working late nights and stuff. Oh no. He is not cheating on her. He's cheating on her Um, with the ex-wife. And then- You're kidding. I'm not kidding. (gasps) And then like on their wedding day, like she gets the altar and then like someone's like, yeah, he's not coming. And- he, like, finds out his ex-wife is pregnant. Oh, my God. Like, on their wedding day and, like, completely, like, doesn't say anything. So, she finds out all of this, like, later on and, yeah. So, she has some abandonment issues. She has, like, some relationship issues. She has, like, a lot going on. Um, Ellery does. Um, so, when she first inherits this hotel, she ends up taking out a big loan to kind of float her employees and float the hotel because this 
hotel and this town is like a small tourist town at the base of like a ski mountain Mm -hmm. so her assumption was made that like hey i'll take this out at the beginning of summer and by the time ski season hits i'll fill up i'll be able to pay it back everything will be fine that's not what happens so the way that they explain this hotel like lobby is that it has like this weird garish green carpet and these really like vibrant purple walls and like everything's super outdated oh no um so throughout this book they go through a lot of renovations and they end up tearing up the carpet and finding this beautiful hardwood underneath and they stain it and they sand it and they do all of this stuff to like restore the hardwood and then they like repaint um the like lobby and everything white and they do all of these things and then they end up making it look like a christmas wonderland kind of inside and they like reupholster the couches and red and plaid and everything so just look the way that it makes it sound is somewhere like a cute little bed and breakfast that you would love to stay at Mm -hmm. and her mom is like she doesn't necessarily she's pushing her towards romance she's not really pushing her to like marry the banker like the description implies which I was kind of annoyed with yeah I was like I'm gonna hate her mother but like her mother just wants her to like move on from her heartbreak and like have a better relationship Mm -hmm. um much less evil (laughs) yes um and she also loves like making drinks and she's like here try my christmas tea Mm. and she like makes a bunch of different like christmas themed teas which made me really happy (laughs) and then she makes like really good hot chocolates and Mm. there's like a restaurant inside of the hotel that Mm -hmm. like they don't use and they need to like get that up to code so that's like a future plan that's made but basically her like life-saving idea for the hotel is she's going to well she, first she's like in a coffee shop and she overhears people like talking and she's like I wish there was like some way to like see the town and so she's like you know what we do sleigh rides like in a couple weeks we'll be starting our sleigh rides up again <laughs> no <laughs> and she doesn't have horses no she doesn't have a carriage she has nothing and she's just told these people that she's she has sleigh rides no so she starts booking sleigh rides for two weeks away she has like a full booking she has no carriage no horses nothing i would literally not sleep for those two weeks i would be so stressed i would have six stress dreams a night so this takes place at the beginning of the hotel reservation renovations and stuff and so she tells her mom what she accidentally did and she's like i'm gonna have to call these people and tell them i can't actually do this because i don't actually have this stuff and she's like well your uncle has a carriage i'm sure we could use that and so like they go get the carriage and then they have to like replace an axle or something and paint it but like now they have a carriage so basically like bing overhears this and he just like wants to see her smile again so he offers to take her horse shopping and then like the next day he's like pacing in their suite with his cousin and he's like pacing back and forth and she's like you know if you don't stop you're gonna have to pay your new hotel lover to replace the carpet you are wearing a hole in and he's like i just need to cancel i can't go horse shopping like i can't be around horses i am traumatized woman he needs an edna moment get it together and the funny thing is his cousin is a therapist like his cousin 
is a therapist. Dude. <laughs> you and need it, some help. And it was really funny because, like, throughout this, she keeps pushing him to just, like, relax and he'll be fine to, like, go back to it. And she just thinks he's traumatized. But in reality, like, he's been tired of the racing world for a while and seen them pushed like that. And for so many, like, fractures and everything to happen to his horses. And at the end of this, she's like, you know, I should have been listening better. I should have been paying attention better. I should have been less wrapped up in what you quitting the horse business meant for the rest of the family and more focused on what you were actually trying to say, that you couldn't handle the racing life anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of fix his shit and let him, like, be bought out. Like, not bought out, but, like, they give him, like, leave to, like, stop being the manager of the thoroughbred stables and stuff. So that ends up being really nice. Yeah. Um, but, like, my main gripe with how this ends is, like, they start dating and everything that's really nice. And then, like, his horse has, like, some issues. So, like, he's, like, you know, I have to, like, go home. And so he's gone for a week. Not any real contact. Like, his horse dies. So he doesn't – he's not having any real contact. And she's just, like, well, we're done. We're done. Like, we've broken up. And she's, like, what? going through the stages of heartbreak. And but she hasn't called him. No, like yeah. he hasn't called her, but she hasn't called him. And her abandonment issues are like, yep, we're done. Everything's done. Um, therapy. So at this point, the banker has come over and he's like, "I'm gonna need full payment of my loan." And she's like, "Well, I can give you half, and by the end of the month, I can have the other half." And he's like, "You know what? You can just like." be my girlfriend and I'll forgive like the whole world. So he's like and he's like booked a carriage ride for the rest of the day to have this conversation. <gasps> no. And of course Bing didn't like leave her in the lurch because he's also been taking care of the horses. So he sent his like stable master up to help her take care of the horses while he was gone dealing with his dying horse. Um so the stable master that's also driving the carriage hears this and like tells Bing and Bing buys the hotel and basically gifts her the hotel which I was really pissy about why because throughout the entire book she has this attitude like I can save the hotel like on my own with my employees and my mom and we're gonna do this together and I'm gonna take care of it I'm gonna fix all the bookings and everything and then the man saves the day at the end because I see the issue now. See, I would have preferred the ending be that like he came back to help her with the horses again, and she had gone to like the banker's boss and been like, "Okay, so I have this. Can we make? Can we do a thirty day extension based on this goodwill practice? And mm-hmm. also, your employee is unprofessional, and this is what happened." That's what I would have wanted. Yes. That, I feel like, would have done more justice to the character development that she puts forth in this. I would agree. But that's not what I got. Yeah, I don't like that ending. It, I think I gave it a two and a half on here, but, like, rethinking about this, I think it'd be more like a three and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, And Christmas cheer is maybe, like, a two and a half, because, like, yes, they're decorating it for, like, kind of like a Christmas, like red and green like merry time (coughs) but there's no 
actual like Christmas activities going on and there's no like actual mention of Christmas it's just like running a business at Christmas time yeah gotcha so I was like I don't know and it's not even like it's running a business at Christmas time per se it's more like running a business during the winter time gotcha which I felt Mm. was a misrepresentation of putting this in her Christmas romance yeah series like labeling it like that like it would have been better if like she was throwing like a fundraiser ball on christmas eve Mm -hmm. for the hotel yeah like just something to make it christmasy Mm -hmm. so like i don't know yeah i agree that had much bigger potential to be more christmasy Mm -hmm. yep so that's all i have so that is gonna wrap up today's speedy review make sure you guys check back for tomorrow for day six of our speedy reviews where i'm going to be reviewing the claws in christmas by rochelle bloom um but that's it for today's episode thanks for listening